This is Women in Revival podcast. Today we are starting a new series called For Such a Time as This. Our topic for today is you are brought in for such a time as this. Sister, maybe you have experienced trauma, pain, suffering. Maybe things have happened to you in your life that you question why. Well, my answer for you is this. You went through that to be brought in for such a time as this. A time when the world is suffering, a time when the world is questioning if there really is a God and why all this suffering is happening. Sister, I pray that you will use what you have gone through in your life to be a blessing to others, to be a comforter to those who need it most. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Thank you, Father God, for this new series that we are starting again. And I'm praying that you will speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to welcome you back to Remain in Revival podcast. I'm believing that you have settled in into the new year. And I trust that the last series that we ran, the power of the company you keep was a blessing to you. On this new series, tagged for such a time, this i believe the lord wants to share his thought with you the reason why you and i were here today and i'm praying that you will find this series a blessing remember you can always go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk and our new website for wives and for mothers www.youngwifeyoungmother dot focusgroups.org.uk so welcome to this new series and on this new series we are focusing on for such a time as this i don't think i need to tell you to speak to you on the days we are living in i don't need to talk to you on the situation that is facing our world here and there the lord has brought you and i into the new year by his mercy and today I want us to look at you are brought in for such a time as this. The Lord has brought you thus far for a time like this. The Lord has preserved your life for such a time like this. The pandemic that went through the year 2020 was tough, isn't it? Yet in the midst of it, the Lord has preserved you. Some of you were infected with the virus. The Lord helped you to fight it off. And here you are in the year 2021. Do you, don't you think that the Lord has done all of this for a reason? You are brought in for such a time as this. Your being born and being born again is for such a time as this. A difficult time. As I think of the pandemic, honestly, what I see is that the magnitude, the effect of the pandemic will be felt after the pandemic. The many families that are grieving, that will still be grieving after the pandemic. The many people who have lost their job, who will seemingly be facing reality, will only come to effect post the pandemic. And the many, many aftermath of this pandemic. And I am saying, God saying, I have brought you into this new year. I have brought you thus far. I have brought you to your family, I have brought you to, to whichever nation you are hearing this podcast from for such a time as this. The reason why you are a Christian is to be useful for such a time as this. 
And I want us to read the book of Esther chapter 4 and verse 14. I will be reading from the King James Version, the New King James, and it says, For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. So we are seeing the Lord challenging that. Who knows? You have come to 2021 to be useful in God's hands. You have come to whatever nation, whatever country, whatever family you find yourself for such a time as this. You have come to your particular vocation for such a time like this. Your career is not by mistake. That's what I'm saying God's saying. God says, I have brought you thus far for such a time as this. God wants to give out deliverance to many. God wants to give out relief, relief from grief, from pain, you know, from anxiety. And God says, I have brought you thus far so that you can be my hand of deliverance to those who will be seeking deliverance. Throughout this series, we'll be looking at the person of Joseph. We'll be looking at scriptures that point back to Joseph as we look at this topic this time for such a time as this. And if you read Genesis 37, verse 25 to 28, it says, And they sat down to eat a meal. Then they lifted their eyes and looked, and there was a company of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead with their camels, bearing spices, balm, and ma on their way to carry them down to Egypt. So Judah said to his brothers, What profit is there if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh. And his brothers listened. Then Midianite traders passed by. So the brothers pulled Joseph and lifted him up, and lifted him out of the pit, and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver, and they took Joseph to Egypt. I know the story of Joseph is a very common story, and the Lord will be sharing few thoughts with you as we go through this particular series. So this is the story of Joseph, how he took that unknown journey, unplanned journey to Egypt. Yet, God says, I brought Joseph to Egypt for such a time that Joseph will be facing in Egypt. And the same God who took Joseph, even though the brothers thought they were doing him evil, but it was actually God weaving his tapestry, you know, drawing out his design. He was the one behind all the plans to bring about his own plan. That same God is saying, I have brought you here. I have brought you to this junction. I have brought you to this new year so that your life can be useful even for such a time as this. If you then read the same message chapter 39 and verse 1, it says, Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him from the Ishmaelites who were taking him down there. Now it may look as if, oh, He's been passed on from one person to another. Or oh, what type of a life is this? But God says, I have brought you just as I took Joseph for such a time as this. 
this time of difficulty, this time of challenge. Maybe your workplace, you were thinking, oh, this is not actually where I really want to work. This wasn't the appointment that I was hoping for. But God says, you are in that workplace for such a time as this. As people will be coming, people will be in need. There will be many who will need counseling, who will need support, who will need relief in one way or another. And God says, I have prepared you. I have been working upon your life so that you can be my hand, you can be my feet to the many that will be coming your way, just as they came to Joseph. The many challenges and battles and difficulties that you faced in the past many years, they are all part of my making you, of my training you for such a time as this. Some of you, you face difficulty in your own personal health, you face difficulty in the health of one member of your family or another. Some of you knows what it means to grieve. You know what it means to lose a loved one. You know what it means to lose your job. You know what it means to be sorrowful. And God has walked you through that pathway. And God says, you went through that pathway so that you can be a comfort to many who need comfort at such a time as ours. The government of our nations cannot do it by themselves. Every nation needs genuine believers, Christians who will be standing as God's agent to those that God will be posting their way. The revival some of us have been crying for seems to be knocking on our door. People will need help and it will be an opportunity to position yourself and to point men to the God of Israel, the God that helped you in your time of helplessness. And I am praying that you will not misuse the reason and the purpose for which God has brought you thus far. This is Women in Revival podcast. Yesterday, we started a new series called For Such a Time as This. Our topic for today is Prepared for Such a Time as This. Sister, during this time that we are going through as a nation and as a planet, God has strategically put you where you are and prepared each and every single believer for such a time as this. Yes, there may be pain. Yes, there may be troubles. Yes, the world may be going through a crazy pandemic that the end seems so far away. Yet, God has prepared us for a time like this. Sister, stop looking towards the bad and the negative and look past that. Look past that and see what God wants from each and every single one of us during this time. What he has prepared us for, for such a time as this when people are confused, when people are hurt and pained, when people need a hope. I pray that as Deborah challenges us to be that hope in this season, to show people the true hope, which is Jesus, through us, 
I pray that God will help you and that you will begin to be a hope unto others. You will show them the true and only way, which is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Father God, we thank you once again. We praise you as we continue this series and praying that your Holy Spirit will speak in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome back to the Women in Revival podcast. I'm praying that you find this series a blessing. We are on the series for such a time as this. We are in a very troubling time, a very difficult time across the globe. The pandemic that hit our world early last year is still persisting, isn't it? And the effect of the same is upon the face of the earth. Many families have been affected. Many individuals have been affected. And some of you who are listening to me now, you have been affected with the effect of this pandemic one way or another. Hence the reason why God is turning to you that out of the comfort that you received, I am positioning you now to give the same comfort to your needy world. Our world is needy. The effect of the pandemic seems to be coming upon our nations gradually. The economy of many of our nations are dwindling. And many people are losing their job. You know, all sorts of news we are hearing. But I'm saying, God saying, despite all you are hearing, I want you to position your heart well. You need to know the reason why I've allowed you into 2021 you need to know the reason why i have allowed you to be in the country where you are whether you were there by birth maybe you migrated whatsoever i have brought you in for such a time as this maybe you have been frustrated with your own workplace maybe you have been trying to say look i don't want to work here anymore yet no other door is opening god says i deliberately kept you here for this needy time so that you can be my Joseph to your needy world. Today, I want us to look at prepared for such a time as this. Last time we were looking at the fact that you were brought in for such a time as this. If you missed the last episode, do go back to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk. So prepared for such a time as this. I told you last time that we'll be looking at the person of Joseph as our case study and i'm going to read from the book of genesis 41 i'll read 52 i know the story of joseph is a very common story we all know how his brother were jealous of him because of his coat of many colors it was his father's favorite and i'm sure you know how his brother decided to kill him and one of his brothers said look let's don't do that let's sell him away that was judah and Joseph was sold away, isn't it? And it was sold into the hands of traders who were on their way to Egypt. And when they took Joseph to Egypt, it was sold into the hand of Potiphar. And it looked as if what an unfortunate thing. Yet, as we read through the word of God, we see that God was behind the scene, working out the counsel of his will. And the same thing with your life also. I don't know what your life has been in the last 12 months, in the last couple of years, in the last couple of weeks, in the last couple of months. But God says, I have brought you thus far for such a time as this. I have been helping your life, grooming you, helping you to be the Christian that I want you to be for such a time as this. 
It's as if this is the time, not as if. This is the time that God wants to show forth true believers, those who are seeking him in righteousness, in truthfulness. God wants to make them his jewels, his precious people to this generation. So Genesis 41, 52 says, And the name of the second they called Ephraim, for God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. Now, why did I read this? I just read this so that you can see what Joseph made of his own time of affliction. Yes, Egypt was a land of affliction for Joseph. He went through affliction. He was wrongly accused, isn't it? Um, what's his name? Potiphar's wife framed him up. He was put into the prison and he suffered all these woes. Yet, God was weaving out his plan, his counsel. And at the end of it, we see Joseph in the name he named his son. The Bible says he named him Ephraim, which means God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. Some of you, you have been afflicted in your marriage. You've been through a lot in your marriage. And there were moments when you feel like, is it not better to divorce? Is it not better to separate? Is it not better to leave this man alone? But you persevered, you endured. And today your husband is working with God. Your marriage is a testimony to many that there is a God who rules over the affairs of men. And God is saying, I allowed you through that route. I permitted you to join in that pathway so that you can now be my ambassador for such a time as this to crumbling marriages to troubled marriages and i'm praying that indeed you will allow god to make you fruitful even in this new year that we have come to god says i have prepared you your difficulty the difficulty that you went through in your marriage was a form of preparation to help many other difficult marriage. God says the affliction that afflicted your life, so to say, maybe you have been finding motherhood difficult and it's as if your children are not going to turn out well and all of a sudden God turn things around. God says, I allowed you that route so that you can be in a position to help many who will be journeying through that route, particularly in this season that we are living in. Romans chapter 8 verse 22 says, And we know that all things work together for good. Those who love God to those who are the called according to his purpose. Are you saying all things work together for good to all who love God? Do you love God? Has life been difficult for you? Has things been very, very challenging? God says all things work together. That difficulty, that affliction is a way of preparing you to be a help to many that will come your way. The enemy might have meant it for evil, just like he did for Joseph. But God stepped into it and God used it to glorify himself. And God says, if you yield your life into my hands also, all things in your life will work together for good. There is a purpose of mine that is hanging over your life, particularly as you enter this year, 2021. Give me room to walk through you. As you go to your workplace, as you go on the bus, as you drive on the road, I have brought you to wherever you find yourself in this year 2021 for such a time as this. Psalms 105, 16-17 says, Moreover, it called for a famine in the land. It destroyed all the provision of bread. It sent a man before them 
Joseph, who was sold as a slave. Though Joseph was sold as a slave, it looked like a misfortune, isn't it? But God says, I was the one who sent him ahead. I knew what the future entails. I knew there was going to be a crisis. Hence the reason why I allowed what the brother were doing to work together for the good of Joseph. Yes, God knew there was going to be a terrible famine in Egypt. God knew all the food provision will be destroyed. And God prepared his own man ahead of time. Even though the route onto Egypt for Joseph would be through slavery. But God was weaving out his plan through that. And as we look at our nation, maybe you live in the United Kingdom, in the United States, anywhere around Europe, the Western world, or Asia, or Africa, you will agree with me that every nation all over the world, we are facing a difficult time. And God needs you. God needs me. God needs his own children in this year, 2021. He has prepared us and positioned us ahead of time for our workplaces, for our streets, for our nations, so that we can be his due self, who will dish out the bread that people will be seeking for, the bread of the word of God. People will be seeking for encouragement. People will be seeking for counsel. People will be seeking for support. People will be seeking for relief. Will you be God's Joseph, even in this day that we are living in? God says, all that you went through in the last couple of years are my way of preparing you for such a time as this. For all things work together to those who love me and those who are called according to my purpose. I have a purpose for your life and I've allowed you the journey you have journeyed so far so that you can be prepared for such a time as this. This is Women in Revival podcast. Two days ago, we started a series called For Such a Time as This. Our topic for today is, can you understand the time? Sister, the times we are going through are crazy. They make no sense seemingly to us. Some people are asking, how could God allow something like this? Some are asking, is this of God or of the devil? Some are wondering if there is a God at all. Sister, can you understand the time? When Joseph, the son of Jacob, was in Egypt and Pharaoh was looking for someone to help him understand what was going to happen, to help him understand and navigate the disaster that was about to happen, Joseph stood up and was able to help Pharaoh understand the time. Joseph didn't do it through a power of his own. He did it through the Lord. We ourselves, claim to be followers of the Lord. Can we understand this time when people will be coming to us asking us questions? When God wants to use us, can we understand this time? Sister, I pray that each and every single one of you, as you contemplate this, 
what begin to ask God for an understanding of this time ask him what he wants to do in a time like this Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject so so much father god for this series again and i just pray that as we delve further into this series you will speak your heart in jesus name amen thank you so much for still joining me on women in revival podcast the role women needs to play in revival cannot be overemphasized god is calling you god is calling me to come and be his hands and his feet for such a time as ours. We are still on this series for such a time as this. If you missed the episode or any of the episode, please do go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk. Go on our WIR podcast. There you will find this series and any other series you might need. Last time, the Lord was speaking to us on the fact that he has allowed all that came your way as a means of preparing you for a time like this. A time where when you are counseling, when you are giving support, you won't just be giving support out of theory, but your life becomes a practical um, avenue to help many other lives lives because you will be speaking to them out of what God has done in your life. So today I want to speak to you on can you understand the time? We saw Joseph whom his brother sold into slavery though they thought they were doing him evil but God was behind the scene working out the concept of his will and I want us to look at can you my listener understand the time? You see the outbreak of this coronavirus since last year. We see the damage this has caused across the globe. We see how many souls we have lost across the nations. Can you, the believer of today, understand the times? You know, a song is coming to my heart, a hymn. It says, oh, my comrades, see the signal waving in the sky. Reinforcements now appearing. Victory is nigh. Hold the fort, for I am coming. Jesus signal still. Wave the answer back to heaven. By thy grace, we will fierce and long the battle rages. But our help is near. Onward comes our great commander, cheer my comrades cheer god is seeking for women for old and young who will indeed be part of his army in such a time as ours another verse of this hymn says see the mighty host advancing satan leading on mighty ones around us are falling courage almost gone is that not so true have we not seen mighty one gone as a result of this coronavirus have we not seen coronavirus brought down even leaders of nations it has no respect for anyone and god says the mighty host is advancing against the souls of men against the souls of people and i am seeking women 
who will be part of my mighty army to fight even the battle that I've already won. Woman, can you understand the time? Is your Christianity still the wishy-washy Christianity? Or have you buckled up? Where are you in your journey of faith? Or are you that type of Christian that lie today and cover up tomorrow? God says the battle is raging. The battle is fiercer than you think. And I am seeking for true and genuine believers. They may be weak in themselves, but by my strength, I can walk out the counsel of my will in such a time as yours. Woman, can you understand the time? This is not the time to go about partying again. This is not the time to live life frivolously. This is not the time to live life for yourself anymore. This is the time to be God's revival woman. Bringing in the souls of men. Women, men, old and young who will be seeking for help. Let's go to Genesis chapter 41 and I'm going to read verse 53 to 57. Again, I will read from the New King James Version. And it says, Then the seven years of plenty which were in the land of Egypt ended, and the seven years of famine began to come, as Joseph has said. The famine was in all lands, but in all the land of Egypt there was bread. So when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. Then Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, Go to Joseph, whatever he says to you, do. The famine was over all the face of the earth, and Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold to the Egyptians, and the famine became severe in the land of Egypt. 57. So all countries came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain because the famine was severe in all lands. Is this not a picture of our time? Woman, can you understand the time? We are living, so to say, like Joseph's time, a time of great famine. There is a famine of godliness in many of our churches, you know. There is a famine of the word of God in many of our congregations. There is a famine of godly people. There are many who profess to be Christian, but their lifestyle, their choices has nothing to do with Christianity. So our time is like the time of Joseph. The Bible says the seven years of plenty were in the land of Egypt ended. We've enjoyed plenty years, plenty, not even seven, plenty years of plenty. So Joseph, by the grace of God, interpreted the dream of Pharaoh, whom God opened his eyes to see the future ahead. He had a dream, thin cows swallowed up the fat cows and what have you, and Joseph interpreted that dream. And then we are now seeing the fulfillment of that which Joseph interpreted. But prior to that time, Joseph, by the wisdom of God, had labored to gather grains for the time of famine. So when the seven years of famine began to come, as Joseph has said, the Bible says there was famine all over the land. It was only in Egypt that there was bread. Woman, there is famine all over our land. The mighty ones around us are falling. Our government don't have the way out. Our scientists, I dare say, do not have the way out. We are all looking to the consolation 
of our generation. So when all the bread finished in the land of Egypt, the Bible says all the land of Egypt was famished. Every nation on earth today, we are famished. We have all been hit with the effect of the pandemic. And the Bible says the people cry to Joseph for bread. Many are crying to the government. The government have tried their best. They say, well, we will subsidize salary. We will do this. We will do that. But the help of man, to be honest, can never be like the help of God. So they cry to Pharaoh. Then the Bible says, Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, go to Joseph. And this is what I am praying, that our government, they would begin to see that the solution to the pandemic both now and post-pandemic is in Christ and in Christ alone. I am praying that our government, the government of various nations, they will begin to see that the answer to the trouble in our world is in the church because Jesus is the Lord of his church. So Pharaoh said, go to Joseph. And God will be directing people to you, his Josephs. He will be saying, go to Sheila. He will be saying, go to Caroline. So Pharaoh said, go to Joseph. Whatsoever Joseph says to you, that is what you should do. You know, it reminds me of the day of Jesus at the wedding in Cana of Galilee. You know, when his mother said, whatsoever Jesus says to you, do it. We are entering that time now. For me, it's as if people will be taking much trust in us believers, where they will begin to say, Debbie, whatsoever you say, I will do, just tell me. So the famine was all over the face of the earth in the days of Joseph. And also, also, there is a famine in our time. We are praying that this pandemic will not come and just go, but it will lead to an outbreak of revival from continent to continent, from nation to nation, from congregation to congregation, from street to street, from family to family. So when this family hit the time of Joseph, the Bible said Joseph opened all the storehouses and he sold to the Egyptians. I hope you can understand the time also. I hope you can see that we are in a season of famine. I hope you can see that the famine is becoming severe in the land of the world. I hope you can see that all countries, just as they came to Joseph, all countries in our time, they are helpless. Why? The famine is severe in all lands. Both the great nations and the um, small nations are all affected. And it seems the only solution God will be presenting are his little Jesus, his, his children, those who have received Jesus, the Bible says, as men that received him, he has given them the power to be called the sons of God. It's as if those are the ones God will be sending to primary schools, sending to nursery schools, sending to hospitals, sending to various places to take their positions. Some of them will be there as teachers. Some of them as teaching assistants. Some of them as the cook. Some of them, you know, they will be taking various positions as the cleaners. Yet, they are God's Josephs to bring hope to the hopeless, to bring grains to the famine in the lives of people, to the famine in our time. Can you understand the time? Or are you still carried away with your own personal struggles? God says, awake. In Genesis 43 verse 1, the Bible says, Now the famine 
whatever in the land. Woman, the severity of farming in our land. The farming that is facing us is severe. There is no hope. Thank God for the vaccine, even though it looks as if we can't really trust the vaccine. And indeed, we cannot trust vaccine. We can only trust God because the weapons of our warfare can only be mighty if it is true God. So while you are rejoicing, begin to see God's face. Lord, how can I be your Joseph in this famine? Because even when the pandemic, God willing, the aftermath, the effect of the same upon the society, upon the individual life, upon family life, upon various aspects of our social economy life, will then come alive. And that is when you, his Josephs, will be needed. Can you understand God's timing? Can you see what God is weaving out? Do you see God weaving out the counsel of his will through this pandemic? The enemy might have meant it for good. But if we, the people of God, take advantage, could this be the revival that we are seeking for? And I am praying that you and I will be like the children of Issachar, whom the Bible says they understood the time and they knew what Israel should do at that time. Joseph understood the time. He saw into the future and he prepared grains ready. I'm praying that your life will be a prepared life for the breaking forth of this revival that we are trusting God. There are people are coming to you for help, for counsel, for way out. You will be able to be the right channel that will direct them to the consolation. This is Women in Revival podcast. Three days ago, we started a series called For Such a Time as This. Our topic for today is a reference point for such a time as this. Sister, during this episode, Deborah will be talking to us about how God wants to use you and me as a reference point for such a time as we are going through right now. A reference point is for example when someone wants to talk about something they want to explain it more to a person they may point to something and say see that's an example of it that is what you call a reference point sister god wants to use you he wants to use me he wants to use all of us believers as his reference points for such a time as this to show people how to behave and how to live during a time of crisis to show people how to have peace how to have hope during a time like this, to show people him, a reference point to Jesus. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. God, thank you so, so much. I praise you, Lord, for this series and how far you shared your heart with us. I'm praying that you will speak again in Jesus' name. To welcome you back to Women in Revival podcast. I know I'm babbling a lot in this series, but I'm praying that the Lord 
will interpret my babbling into your heart. It is a burden on my heart and I'm trying to communicate this burden to you. And I'm praying that you and I will understand God's timing and work in God's timing. We are still on this series for such a time as this. If you've missed any episode, please do go back to our website, www.okofrighteousness.co.uk and go on our WIR podcast. Last time, the Lord was challenging our hearts that can we understand the time. And I hope you can understand the time. I hope you can begin to look into the mind of God, into the heart of God and say, Lord, what are you doing? How can you use this season, this pandemic, as a means to invest souls into your kingdom? How can you use this pandemic as an awakening for our world? So today we are going back again to this series. But today let's look at a reference point for such a time as this. Joseph, our mini case study, became a reference point at such a time as his even though his brothers, in a crooked way, sent him to Egypt. They sold him into slavery, but they never knew that he was a man God was preparing for the famine that was going to go across the whole world. He was the epicenter of God's grace to those in his generation. Imagine people coming from Asia, people coming from uh, every part of the world, just to one man. And that is what I'm saying God wanting to do. He wants his church to become the most important place at such a time as this. He wants people to recognize the glory of himself embedded in his church. So let us go and read Psalms 105 verse 16 and 17. And I will read again from the King, New King James Version. And it says, moreover, he called for a famine in the land. Now, this is God. He called for a famine in the land. He destroyed all the provision of bread. Then verse 17. He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. Again, what brought you to your situation or what brought you to the nation where you are or what brought you to your family, what brought you to your marriage is not, it's not necessarily the matter now. What matters is what God want to do with your life maybe the department where you are transferred to at your workplace not necessarily where you really want to be god says what matters at this junction in christian history is what i can do with your life even in that department he sent a man before them joseph who was sold as a slave you know during the pandemic there were so many stories of how god was moving in various parts of the world, particularly places where the doors seem are seemingly closed against the gospel. There was a dear sister of mine, she's a medical person, and she said in her hospital how the Lord was using her to conduct Bible study. So to say, doctors, whether senior or junior doctors, they are happy to listen and please show us because there was a kind of fear that gripped the hearts of men. Men are seeking for Joseph and there will be plenty of that to come so God sent a man before them Joseph though sold into slavery but he was God's ambassador 
for such a time as this. Joseph was sent to be God's reference point, and you will see that when the famine was all over the world indeed, Joseph became that reference point. Genesis 41 verse 45, it says, So when all the land of Egypt were famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. Then Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, Go to Joseph. Whatever he says to you, do. Are you saying? So when all the land of Egypt was famished, now Joseph wasn't an Egyptian. He was an Israelite. So when the land of Egypt was famished, when people were hungry, when people were helpless, they came to Pharaoh whom they knew. They cried for bread. But Pharaoh said, the Bible says, he said to all the Egyptians, what did he say? Go to Joseph. So Joseph became a reference point. So as people were crying to him, Pharaoh was just pointing them back to Joseph. And I'm praying this is where all this will lead to. Where our MPs, our councillors, our governors, our prime ministers, our presidents will be saying, look, we've tried all we can. Now let us turn to church for solution. Where they can begin to sit with church and say, do you have a solution from your end? But I think it will be now more terrible if the world, if the government are turning to the church and the church have no solution to present. Sometimes the church, we can be so busy with many unnecessary activities and we are not engaging, we are not preparing and saying, God, in case, in case they turn to us, Lord, what is the solution? So as they were coming to Pharaoh, though he was the king, they said, look, I'm helpless. I can't help you out of this crisis. There is a man amongst us. Go to Joseph. Whatsoever Joseph says to you, that is what you should do. Whether those who were coming to the king at this time, whom the king was referring to Joseph, whether they were more educated than Joseph was irrelevant. Whether they were older than Joseph was irrelevant. Whether they were people of influence or affluence was irrelevant. What was relevant now is that they have a need. And the only person that could sort them out was Joseph. So they were compelled to come to Joseph. Can we trust God to do this? Can we trust God to walk even in our time as we see this pandemic? Can we trust God to walk in our local council, to walk in our various borough, to walk in our various local government, to walk in our various districts? That as our councillors, as our senators, as our people in government are sitting down and putting heads together to decide it, to decide that. And they are saying that, look, we can't sort this out. Will it be that each local council, will it be that each local district, each state will be saying, should we not try and ask these Christians? Maybe there could be a way out from them. I'm praying honestly, that the Lord will bring his church to the limelight. But my fear again is, when God begins to refer them to you, the church, what do we have to offer them? Are we going to offer them what they already have? Joseph became a reference point. And prior to that time, 
Joseph was busy putting grace together for the time of famine. Unfortunately for us, the church, we have been busy with many activities. We have been busy buying screens. We have been busy, you know, building church buildings. We have been busy doing all sorts of things, but not the building of lives. And we are at that time when God will be needing godly people to take strategic places, even in the dishing out of grains for those who will come. Those who are under domestic violence will be sent to us. Those who have been emotionally affected due to the pandemic will be sent to us. All sorts of people, all sorts of need, we will see. We are told that the mental health of many is being affected. And these people will need you, they will need me to support, to be God's relief to them. Can you be referred to? as a solution to someone in need. Can God send you a widow? Maybe you are a widow and maybe a woman just lost her husband due to the coronavirus. Can God send such a woman your way so that out of the comfort you received as a widow, you can minister to that woman? I'm praying that we as the church will use this opportunity to populate the kingdom of God, to labor indeed in revival, to see the revival that we are praying for, to see break forth. Because God says, when I'm beginning to point people to you as an individual, if your local council begin to come to your local church for a way out, what will you do? What will you offer? What are we going to offer to them? And I'm praying that we will be able to offer them Jesus who is the consolation of Israel? Who is the bread of life? Who is the grain that our generation needs in this pandemic and post this pandemic? Amen. This is Woman in Revival podcast. Four days ago, we started a series called For Such a Time as This. Our episode for today is Your Role at Such a Time as This. Sister, we all have a role to play. Esther in the Bible had a role to play. Mordecai had a role to play. The Jews had a role to play. What is your role during this time? I pray that as you listen to Deborah, you'll be able to understand more about what God wants from all of us. But I also pray and beg of you to go before the Lord and ask Him what He wants your specific role to be during this pandemic. Mordecai had a role, Esther had a role, and the Jews had a role. Each of their roles was different, but each of their roles contributed the deliverance of the Jews. I pray that indeed you will find your role. Deborah Shinibi will now take us further on this subject. Oh, our Heavenly Father, thank you for this service. Thank you for bringing us to the end of the same. Thank you for your time and hours. 
praise you for what you want to do in the midst of the gloomy days. Thank you for new the day star from on high is arisen over our world. And you want to shine through us believers. Thank you as we give you space and give you room to shine. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want to welcome you back to Women in Revival podcast. We have come to the end of this short series for such a time as this. And I trust that the Lord has spoken to your heart. God says, I have brought you into this year. I have brought you into your nation. I have brought you into your family. I have brought you into your workplace. I have brought you into your department. I have brought you into your career for such a time as this. Last time, God began to challenge our hearts again. That can He trust you to make you a reference point to those in need? We are in a very great time of need. Yet, we have a God that is an ever-present help in times of trouble. He wants to walk through you. He wants to walk through me. If you've missed any episode, do go back to our website, www.org okofrighteousness.co.uk and you can contact us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five. Our contact us page on our website have every necessary information you need to contact us. To close this series today, I want us to quickly talk about your role in such a time as this. What should be your role? Should we all be looking forward to just doing church as usual? Coming in, singing, clapping, you know, drinking tea at the end of service, eating biscuit. Should we, should we be looking forward to that? Is that all we are looking for? Is that all we are hoping for? Should life for us be a coming to encourage each other, to speak to each other from the word of God? Is that all we are expecting? your role in such a time as this. And I want us to read Psalms 105 again. We've been reading this chapter over and over again. Verse 16 and 17 has been the verses we've been reading from Psalms 105. And I'm going to read it again. And it says, Moreover, he called for a famine in the land. He destroyed all the provision of bread. The all-knowing God called for a famine in the land. The enemy may have permitted, brought this virus upon our world. Yet, God says, I am working out my will, even in the midst of the COVID-19. And verse 17, he sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. So, God sent Joseph to be his ambassador, to be his representative, to be his spokesman for such a time as his. And Joseph knew what he ought to do, and he did the right thing. As people came to him, he did the right thing. And I'm praying that you also, you will know what to do in this day that you are living in. Genesis 41, 56 and 57 says, the famine was all over the face of the earth. And Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold to the Egyptians. Are you saying the famine was all over the face of the earth? The pandemic is all over the face of the earth. 
in the midst of this famine, the Bible says, Joseph opened all the storehouses. So this is a man who, who programmed himself very well. He was a strategist. So he opened all the storehouses and he began to sell to the Egyptians. Nobody cared about his ethnic background anymore. Nobody cares about his accent. Nobody cares about his outlook. All people needed was just that they should be sorted out. And this is the place we are coming into, where nobody cares about your accent. Nobody cares about your outlook. Nobody cares about your color, your complexion. Nobody cares about your status. All people will be looking for is whoever can help us out. So Joseph opened all the storehouses and he sold to the Egyptians. And the famine became severe in the land of Egypt. Verse 57. All countries came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain because the famine was severe in all lands. Is that not so true of our time? The famine is severe in every part of the world. And people will be coming to Joseph. Who is this Joseph? These are the people of God. These are the saints of God. The world will be turning to me, the church. The world will be turning to you, the church. The only Jesus they've managed to see ever before the pandemic. I'm praying that you will make the best of this time. You will not waste the year 2021 away. That as you go to work, you go to work with a mindset of being ready for any Egyptian that might approach you for grains. Somebody may just come to talk to you about a child. Somebody may just come to talk to you about a husband. Somebody may just come to you to talk to you about his wife, about whatsoever. I want you to know that it is an opportunity for you to play the role of a Joseph. God is the one pointing them in your way. Don't waste any opportunity. I'm praying that you will be calm. You will be gracious. You will be graceful. You will graciously attend to the need of those God will be pointing your way. The only solution for the situation of mankind is Christ and Christ alone. How we dish out Christ to those whom God will be sending to us matters a lot. God may be sending your way and emotionally distress somebody. God may be sending your way a sexually assaulted woman. God may be sending your way a emotionally destabilized woman. God may be sending your way a sexually assaulted woman who is also affected now, even with the pandemic. How you dish out Jesus in this world to these people will matter. You must be compassionate. You must try to wear their shoes. You must try to be friendly. You must try to share the gospel with people, yet from a compassionate heart. So all countries came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain. God will be sending the various countries your way. I don't know where you live. Your country may be your particular geographical location where you live. For you, it might be your workplace. Be on guard. Be alert. Be mindful that people will be approaching you. A woman with a distressing marriage story will come to you. So be ready. 
and I'm praying that you will play your role even at such a time as ours. Proverbs 31 verse 20 says, She extends her hand to the poor, yet she reaches out her hands to the needy. We have the needy around us. They are in your workplace. They are on your street. They are in our neighborhood. They will be coming our way. And I'm praying that you will extend your hand to the poor, just as Joseph extended his hands to them. Some of them will come to you for material need. If you have, do not withhold it from them. Use it as an opportunity to offer them Jesus. Some of them will be coming to you to seek counsel. Don't withhold that counsel from them. Having given them counsel, offer them Jesus. Some of them will be coming to you for succor, for comfort, for encouragement. We told enough from them. Extend the hand of comfort to the comfortless. Extend the hand of love to those who are seemingly unlovable. She reaches out her hands to the needy. We live in a year where we'll be seeing the needy all over. In our youth centers, in our children's centers, in our nurseries, in our schools, on our buses, on trains, in our workplaces, in our hospitals, in our various places. The needy will be coming our ways from various corners, from various junctions, from various streets. And I'm praying that you will know that you have come to the year 2021 for such a time as this. Don't overlook a request. Don't overlook a need around you. Pray. Ask God, how can I make use of this opportunity? How can I be your Joseph? How can I dish out your grains to these ones that are coming even unto me? And I'm praying that indeed you will be able to make the most of this opportunity. You will play your role at such a time as this. Just as Joseph failed not to play his role, may you not fail. May you be the hands and the feet of Christ to our needy world. I'm praying that the pandemic will bring forth a breaking forth of the name of Jesus on the lips of mankind. That our government, our nations will begin to find hope in no oneness, in nothingness except Jesus. And I'm praying that God will position you and I well to represent Him appropriately, even at such a time as this. <music>